What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the one and only ASMR Sopranos Podcast. Welcome to the Deja Vu Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Mitchell, and we have here today, Travis Mejia. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Trey. How are you? I'm doing super fantastic, splendid. Good. How do you like that? Should I do that the whole podcast? <laughs> I'd really rather you didn't. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I won't. I promise you. Thank you. I just wanted to give you a little taste of what it could sound like if this was the first only ASMR Sopranos podcast. Hey, man, I think we found a niche. Yeah, we found a niche. <laughs> would it be Would it be fun to do a podcast, an ASMR podcast, where one person is ASMRing and the, <laughs> the other, other one isn't? isn't. <laughs> that would be confusing. <laughs> I don't want to do it now. We could do it. Maybe we we'll do, do the Scrubs <laughs> the Scrubs episode like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, today we're talking Sopranos Season 2, Episodes 9 and 10, right? 10 and 11. 10 and 11, okay. We're getting up there, man. We are. This first episode, it is called... Bust Out. Bust a Move. That's nope. what it's called. Bust a Move. Nope, Bust Out. Busting out of here. So, this one, I think the best way to talk about this episode is talk about the very end with um, pretty much AJ and Tony are on the boat, his yacht, and the yacht's just going forward, and it totally capsizes a little canoe. (laughs) Yeah, and... uh, And that is... That is what this episode is. That's what Tony Soprano is. Yeah, that's He's this walking. whole show yes. is just the poor people, the little people getting shoved to the side, and uh, they're just bystanders to his destruction. Yes. We start things off, though, with this this guy who I, who I love. Love this family. Uh, he's Mr. You know, he saw crime and he's just so sick of crime. Oh yeah. Just sick of crime. I hate crime. I hate it. It's the worst. The worst. And so, you know what we should do? We should stop crime. We should stop crime. Take a bite out of crime. Boo. How about that? Turn around. Don't drown. Um, give a hoot. Don't pollute. I don't have... I'm not good at rhymes. <laughs> so, yeah. This is after the... Give a hoot. Right after. Don't toot. No? Okay. No. I mean, this is a, the aftermath after killing the uh, the guy who shot mm-hmm. Christopher. Tony's feeling a little guilty about it, but... Is he? I guess there is someone... Yeah, well, yeah, he is. Or do so, you think he's just sad that he got caught? No... Well, we'll get to it. Let's talk about this this family, though. I want to talk about this guy first, who is in the police station, and he uh, doesn't... I See, I didn't realize... I didn't understand how he didn't know who Tony Soprano was, because he's been on TV constantly, you know? But he's just like, oh, who, who's this guy? Yeah, I saw this guy. What's he involved in? Oh, just crack? Okay, yeah. I'll turn him in, because it's a small petty crime. Uh, not realizing who he was. Right. And then towards the middle of the episode... Yeah, his wife said it's a mobster. That was a really the... funny scene too. Like they said, they said it was all fine. They said it was. A... I'm afraid. Call, I'm call the number. Yeah, they're very worried now that it's organized crime, not just a dumb drug. Right. Thing. There's a lot yeah. of uh, slapsticky humor in these two episodes. Sure. 
There is. So I think he is feeling guilty because, you know, him at the mall, he's meeting uh, Richie uh, because of just business stuff. Mm -hmm. Forgot exactly what it was. Something with the garbage company, because I know that plays a part in the next episode, right? Yeah, and I don't remember exactly what they were talking. I think Richie is still just upset he's not getting a big enough cut. Right. From, yeah, I think that's from what the it business. Is. Right. He, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. He. So in this episode, this is where they're like piecemealing out Davy's store, and part of that's going to Richie, and Richie is mad right. about that and the sanitation business. I want to talk about that last because I have some questions about the Davy stuff. Sure. Um, <clears throat> just your opinions on it, but. So pretty much, yeah, I think he feels guilty or some kind of guilt or because I think he sees his son as that kid. Mm. Like his son is more in line with, with, with that kid than maybe other people. And also Christopher's just got hospitalized. You know, he's kind of seeing that he needs to maybe get a handle of his own kid. So he tries to, you know let him go he wants him to go fishing and see you know, i kind of like, saw it more as he didn't really he wasn't really feeling guilty about it he just thought the party was coming to an end that like this is it he better you know do the things that he's been wanting to do with his children that he's been putting off having these moments with his kids i think it's uh, connected though with the the kitty shop or Matt, i just right? don't i just don't find that he's i don't find that he's guilty well he feels you, guilty about you, that so when he's in the mall, you hear the kid cry for mommy, and then it flashes to him screaming mommy mm-hmm. and when they kill him. Right. So I don't know if he feels guilt. All right. He might not feel guilty, but he's definitely feeling, you know, like he needs to, he's worried about his son. He sees his, he sees his son in that guy that they shot. Maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, you know, it's just like anything, like uh, you see something or you do something that reminds you of someone else and it reminds you, hey, maybe I need to talk to that person. Yeah. I don't know. I guess apart from that, like, dream sequence and scene. I don't think he is, I don't think he is guilty for murdering someone. I just don't think that he feels guilty about <clears throat> about that at all. I think if he feels guilty about anything, it's that he got, I th- he messed up and got caught. And yeah. it, it's going to cause this giant issue in his family and he's trying to have some moments with his children before it all comes crashing that's the way i read it okay well i guess we can all read it differently yeah you know yeah that's yeah there you go all right um okay no that's a way to read it as well uh definitely but (laughs) that's a nice way of saying i think you're wrong that's that's That's, a way to read it it as well i guess i mean normally i would say an idiot would think that but you you can you can say that if that's what you want to say sure (laughs) um okay so during that time you also had pussy going to meet his his fbi contact yeah and things seem to be getting a little strained in their relationship as well Yeah, because you know, they're like, well, were you with Tony while that happened? There and was a husky uh, assailant husky with him. Yeah. <laughs> like, motherfucker, what are you trying to say? Um, There's a lot of husky people, though. A lot show, of husky so. people. In fact, so, and we'll talk, we actually, we can, when they're at Davy's store, and they're getting food, and I'm realizing that this is like <gasps> the 50th 
Italian meal in a row that these guys have had. Right. Um, don't, I think that they're eating in an abnormal amount of Italian food that even Italian mobsters would have like some cheeseburger variety. Yeah. More variety at least. Because even when they go eat, like, steak or something, they're still going to the Italian restaurant. They're just getting the steak. What do you think that is? A stereotype that they're just I mean, you've seen me Chinese food. Once. I mean, the family, yeah. Once. And they've grilled a couple of times. Yeah. Grilled burgers, dogs. Other than that, like, nobody's going to get tacos. And it's also the 90s, so maybe my... They don't even really eat pizza that often. Like, Tony and AJ had pizza in the last episode, but they don't even really have pizza that often. They're getting, like, sandwich, like, a chicken parm sandwiches, but, like, gross eggplant and, like, giant pasta bowls constantly. There's a yeah. reason why they're all hefty fellas. Too many carbs, man. A lot of man. carbs. A lot of carbs, man. Yeah. I, you know what? Maybe that's something we can look for is non-Italian food. Yes. In, in the show. Yes. They do eat a ton of Italian food. It's rather And, and we've, we've talked about this. We've talked about this earlier that they are very much attached to their culture. Yes. And that could be part Italian of Americans. For sure. You know, like, I think, you know, look, we, you know, I think... I mean, I you know we are a lot of different net, multicultural nationalities. Me and you. Now they're all very white and European, but <laughs> you know I'm, I'm German, Irish, and Italian. We're talking about man. My last name is Mejia. Yeah, well, you're adopted too, so God, can't you claim have to that. say it so abrasively. Well, you can't claim it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm ado- I'm adopted into the family. You're of... a, an adopted Mexican. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, what? no, I think that's. I think. I think that. I think you make a good point. I think, as wrapped up as they are in their culture, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Although, maybe like taco here and there, a taco, a you know something else. Maybe also, some... they're in New York and New Jersey. There's probably a ton of really great Italian. Gotta food. be. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It just it's and then every single time they cook, it's Italian food, and it's like mm-hmm. I assume some of the best Americanized now that's, now Italian. That's probably food. recipes. Yeah, because you know, like my dad, you know, he's Italian, and so like on his birthday, my mom makes him this like pasta that sure. his mom used to make, and sure, something like that. You know, so like, and I could even see if like every time they ate at home, it was Italian. And then when they go out, that's when they go get something different. Like when you eat at home, that's when you're eating your traditional meals. And then you go out and you get your variety. They're not going to a a barbecue place. They're not going for sushi ever. You know, I did watch a, watch a clip. I was watching just sort of clips online and there was a episode where Soprano gets some sushi. Tony gets some sushi. Did he? Get some sushi. Yeah. California roll man. I imagine. Yeah. I bet you he is. Okay. Maybe a Philadelphia roll. Sure. Sure. I can dig on some sushi. I don't hate oh, sushi. Dude, I love sushi. I I, love sushi. I like sushi, but I want it as an appetizer. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want that to be my full meal. It's tough to get full on sushi, and it can get expensive. Yeah, that's really for me. Is it's, it's like, yeah. my bang for buck is not high enough. I need it as an appetizer. Sure, sure. With some, and I just, I need, when I get, when I eat dinner or like a meal where I'm going out, I want something hot too. Uh-huh. Like a cooked food. Hmm. 
Hmm. Okay. So keep your cold soups out of here too. They do eat a lot of Italian food though. That is yeah. very true. Yeah. What Let's else see. we got on this um, I guess the other stuff would be uh, Carmella trying to dick down the wallpaper yeah, man. Yeah, she is. <laughs> She's trying to dick down uh, but Rocky Balboa here. <laughs> yeah, I guess is this guy's name. No, Victor is his his uh, his his, yeah. his man, his side man. Right. Um, what is this guy's name? Um, I think it's in the thing. Yeah, whatever. Um, and this is Davy's wife's brother. Right. So right as Davy is spinning into suicidal thoughts and losing the business that he apparently uh, wasn't supposed to be able to lose, um, <laughs> his wife is introducing Carmela to the interior design wallpaper man who she just finds irresistible. She is as much as a cheater as Tony is. She is. I think yeah. yo, his I th- name is Vic. 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 Yeah. I think um I think Carmela in fact I think all of the women in Tony the big important women in Tony's life are spiraling. Yeah, definitely. Like yeah. she's Malfia's, been she is, she is. You know, I, I mentioned it maybe if it wasn't last episode, it was the episode before that she's been weird and off and yeah. not acting like you know who she was in the first season and it's been in, it's been clearly intentional also this is the second episode in a row she's reading uh memoirs of a geisha i don't okay. know it's good I, continuity yeah i don't know what that that book is about but since she's constantly reading you know it, what a geisha is though right i do know what a geisha okay. is um and that's probably how she's feeling right now uh-huh um a servant Yes, a servant to Tony and only there for certain things. So now she's starting to lash out and starting to really act out because now she's really intentionally trying to like step outside. Yeah. Which is also sort of weird given her attitude at the end of last episode. Right, where she's all kind of over him. She's you know? all over the place. Like yeah. she's really spiraling kind of out of control. I think the only one who's not <clears throat> spiraling is Meadow. I think you're right. Yeah. She's the only one that seems to sort of be keeping it together. And it's probably just that light at the end of the tunnel that poor Davy's kid doesn't have any longer of getting out. Yeah. I think he does because the brother said that he would pay for it. Yeah, he did. He seems like a solid guy. Um, Um, But yeah, so... Yeah, so Davy is now... (laughs) So Tony and his and his and his crew have put the talons on Davy's business, and they are what they're doing is buy. I guess uh, using his store credit to buy a bunch of stuff and then sell it. Yeah, airplane tickets and right uh, food and goods, electronics, all sorts of things. They're just they're bleeding him dry into bankruptcy. Right, and um, poor T two just doesn't have the credit. No, there's a few good moments. And that, and then we can talk about it, the Melfi stuff at the end. There's a few good moments uh, with him. You know, they're trying to reminisce, mm-hmm. and or Tony's, you know, talking about something. He goes, "Oh, you remember this time?" And he's like, "Don't reminisce in front of me. Like I'm the one who's talking here." Tony does and that then, a couple of times in these two episodes, and I'll talk about it when we get into the next one. But he'll he like stops somebody down in the middle of them do either doing something or saying something. Is like, "Don't do that. Don't yeah. reminisce with me. Don't do that." We're let's focus here. 
And um, Davey asks him, though, why would you why would you let me play in the game? And then pretty much Tony said that uh, like a you know scorpion and the frog, it's in my nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew you had a business. I wanted the business, so that's why I did it. Right. Um, it's basically wonder... what we said a few episodes ago when yeah. we were talking about like you know if you if you let your he he knows that he has the business and in at, at a certain point like Davy is clearly going to gamble that away anyway so why not it be Tony that benefits from it and yeah and i wonder like is tony to blame for this or is this his own doing is this davy like was this inevitable I no think, matter what i think it was inevitable it probably made it a lot easier for it to happen since Tony was so accessible to him. Like if he doesn't know Tony, does it happen? Actually, if he doesn't know Tony, uh, I don't know that this exact situation happens where the, the, the business has been eaten up because the business wasn't even in his name. So theoretically like he shouldn't have financially been able to lose the business. Right. Um, but if it's, you know, the mob coming in and, taking ownership and buying things on the company's dime well then that doesn't really work but yeah i think i think you're i think you're somewhat onto something there that there could be if i don't know man it probably was going to happen to some extent at least it seems that way mm-hmm. yeah because i mean i i don't totally have sympathy for him no absolutely you know, I know, not. like it's an addiction you should you should feel bad for people with addictions but he made his bed it certainly think, changed things and it certainly changed things for uh vic when he found yes. out that he burned through his son's money for college right. yeah which four years to georgetown that was a hefty sum of money mm-hmm. even in the late 90s that had to be near one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> How did Meadow get into all these really good colleges too? I guess she's she smart. Must be really kid. smart, yeah. She must be. I know she's yeah. a choir girl, so yeah. there's that. She's real she's pretty. Very, she is very pretty. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, pretty much. You know, uh, he talks to Melfi, and he's so blatantly like, because he's worried now about going to prison. Right. Pretty much this whole episode, he's worried about having to leave for a while and going to prison, and he's. Pretty much saying that he doesn't deserve this, right? And we've seen, like, we've seen Tony. <laughs> it's like, dude, you kind of do. We've seen Tony dejected, and we've seen Tony depressed. But this is the first time that I think we've ever seen him like distraught, where he's yeah. he's he. It feels like the character's panicking, right? Because like, really, <clears throat> all that's happened so far is that an eyewitness has ID'd him. Yeah. Like, that happens all the time with them. Like, people ID them, and then they find out what's going on, and then they don't necessarily follow through with it, or they end up killing him, or whatever. But it almost seems like his stress level and his just, like, state of mind that he's really not taking real note of, because he keeps telling Melfi he doesn't need to be there anymore. Right. Um, <clears throat> I think all of that has kind of contributed, <clears throat> about to die here, to the way oh, he reacts no. to this whole thing. You know, like he just, to me, it's, it was a li- like the way that Tony Soprano typically would deal with these things is very calm, cool, and collected. He usually freaks out about family stuff and, uh, personal things. So if he's freaking, I think he's kind of had like a mental break, mm-hmm. like in the middle of all these things that are about to come to a head. I think he had like a mental break about this. Yeah. It was like one is extra this the episode thing. where he has another panic attack next episode. Okay. 
Yeah. No, we're 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 leading in into all of that. And he and he's very happy when uh when the when it turns out that they're not going to testify or anything. He's like and he's very happy. He's like, yeah. no, I don't need therapy today. I'm, I gotta win. I gotta right. Win. Right. You know what? I'm feeling pretty good. I don't need any yeah. more psychiatry today. <clears throat> then he tries to give Beansy money and he won't accept it. And then he gets, hey, you're gonna take this. And I'm yeah. gonna be very happy with myself after you take this. Right. I mean, it was another deal where he's clearly forcing him to take it so that he can do something for him. Yeah. But uh, it also sort of helps Beansy too. Right. He yeah, does a again, lot of, of <laughs> mental gymnastics to square things in his head. He does. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm an innocent person. I don't deserve it. He's like, totally do. Like when uh, at the beginning of the episode when Davey comes out of the office and he's like, they're about to foreclose or whatever on this, this, or the other. And at first, Tony's trying to be, you know nice guy or whatever uh get back in your office and this doesn't concern you and then he doesn't go and then he just screams at him yeah. get the fuck back in your office and he loses it and then he's like davy you're doing a good job you're doing you're doing a good job like he really he he really tries but it it's the scorpion and the frog thing again like he's trying to be a good guy but it's not but in his can't. nature it's no. not in his nature and then that conflict is what's causing his like mental state to break down four or five times a season like this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like an identity crisis, you know. I do know. I do know. <laughs> so next episode, um, house arrest. Mm-hmm. So this is. This oh, is we. Pretty... You know what? Wait, hold on. We didn't even talk yeah. about um, Richie and Janice. Uh, what happened with them this episode? So they were they were doing it on the couch. Oh, I thought that was the next episode. No, that's in this episode. Oh, so this episode. Okay. Yeah. So they're. I do- remember that after I saw it, but I totally forgot. That was like, oh yeah, they uh, have a very odd way of making love. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, and that's gross. <laughs> um, any any of that like talking someone up like that during sex mm-hmm. that kind of grosses me. <laughs> Yeah, it's just weird. For Do you me. have your wife just totally like I, um, she chokes fun me? Of you? No, she, she, she says yeah. she's such a dirty boy. You're so yeah. disgusting. You disgust me. Yeah, she Is insults that me. That's what insults we insult you. Yeah, yeah. I'm the bottom in our relationship. I could tell. Yeah, no, I it's very obvious. That. It's very yeah. very obvious. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so she's egging him on mm-hmm. to like, I guess, take over. I'm having a real hard time figuring out what her motivation is in this because, like, she's already beating Tony. Like, she's already winning. She's getting mm-hmm. everything she wants. I don't really. I'm trying to figure out what her end game is in getting, other than I guess being with Richie while he's the boss. Yeah, I don't know. Because I just can't figure it out. But it won't matter because next episode is uh, it's the one. Yeah, but uh. I mean, she's kind of turning into Lydia a little bit. Livia? Yeah. She Livia, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she, she's definitely taken up that role. Yeah. Livia really isn't doing a whole lot this season. No. They, she's there, but, yeah. you know. And I, th- it, I, and I think she dies in the next season. I believe so. She's in, like, two episodes. They use, like, computer-generated something for her, yeah. Really? Yeah, it's really bad CGI, too, I think. I'm excited to see that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, cool. All right, house arrest. Now we may move on. 
Yeah, anyway, I don't think we've mentioned that she had a gun. He had a gun to her head while he was fucking her. Yeah. Oh, we also missed uh, in there after Car- when Carmela is. I don't know if it's when she's. No, it's before she's cooking dinner. Maybe. I don't know. We heard the third time for the stepbrothers song. Yeah. Again, that song is ruined. Yes. Uh, forever. Um. Oh, also, <clears throat> there's a Dreamcast being played. Yep. A Dreamcast. Like, geez. Then that was the year 2000. That was like the one year it was maybe relevant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I think we got all of our notes now. Did they fight in this one, Carmela and they do, Tony? Yeah, she does because he. Yeah, she, they do fight. She kind of punches him because uh, he. He, you know, she's like, you know, you could be. You, he didn't go to the sun's sw- That's swim. That's right. Yeah, he missed the swim meet. Right, and he's saying like, well, he didn't come to. He didn't come with me to the go fishing or the movies. She's like, what are you, 10? And he's like, uh, oh, yeah, you're the one who cares, I bet. Then she just attacks him. Yeah. So she's See, mad. That, that's what I'm talking to. All year, she's been, like, I think she's kind of having an identity crisis, too, because she's, you know, there's certain points where she's very staunchly defending Tony and being, like, Tony's protector. And then you have scenes like that where she's actually physically attacking Tony. Right. And then in the same episode, trying to sleep with another guy. She's... She's acting out. She's like like calling for help here, right? Right. Sure. Okay. Now I think we got all of <laughs> I think we got everything. Yeah. I think that's it. So the next episode. Yep. Okay. I think we hit everything now. Yeah, so uh let's see here. House house arrest. This is uh this this actually is in reference to Junior being on actual house arrest. And Tony, being figurative house arrest, being told that he needs to stay home and or go he to needs the to social si- distance. Yes, he needs to socially distance from the mob for a little right. while. Yeah. He's gotten past the the murder, the Rico, and now it's time to go to the office and get the basketball pool. The going. garbage. The garbage. The garbage. Company. The garbage company. Which I guess I guess that's his whole that's his whole um, way to make money, right? And healthcare that that's pretty much his uh, what do you call it? Um, starts with an L. L- loiter. L- no. Lavish. No. Lichtenstein. Uh. Libel. Labor. Little. What is it when you take one? We take money and then pull it, push it through another source and logging. Lo, uh, God, you're confusing me now. No, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, launder. Laundering, yes, that's yeah. his laundering company. Yeah, he's laundering money through that <laughs> that company. I knew eventually I would accidentally run into it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so basically his his lawyer tells him, advises him he needs to take the step back, like he's been talking about all season. So he stays home. He heads to the sanitation company. He fucks a Christian. Um, yeah, born again. Yeah. yeah, born again. He's like, oh, uh, really? I do. I, I do like his kind of Monday. I wish there was more of him like interacting with office people. Yes. You know, I, I kind of wish we got like an episode of The Office in here. <laughs> I loved that. Like he, when the guy came into his office to tell him that uh, Richie and Junior were still selling coke on the route. Yeah. And he's making the office pool. Yeah. And like he's still talking to him, like, hey, I, you know, we, we do need this taken care of. And Tony's like, hey, I'm trying to work on this office pool here. Look, we got to get this set up soon. This all is, right. Every, you know, the tourney's yeah. about to start. 
Everyone's putting in twenty dollars. Still haven't gotten it from Mark. What the hell, man? Yeah, I mean, put it into twenty. We're gonna do it or not. Mark missed on fantasy baseball last year, <laughs> so we're collecting this year. He just yeah, played all year long. Yeah. Got fourth place. He almost got money. He almost got money. Yeah, he's taking this very seriously. Yeah, this March Madness pool. He's very into it, and you know, being sports starved as we are, I'll take I'll take a little action on that pool. Take okay. a little action. All right. Uh, so that was amazing to see. And, uh, then, you know, Tony gets a call from his buddy. He used to play outside and he's like, I can't play outside today. Yeah, guys. And everyone, they got a whole bunch of world war two stuff. And yeah. Didn't that suck? He didn't get to go see Patton's cigar. Or no. Hitler's jock strap or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I did like pussy being, um, yeah. <laughs> German the, soldier. Yeah. Or um, no, what was that? Uh, Hogan's heroes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, that's, some, that's some good Hogan's Heroes humor. Have you ever seen an episode of Hogan's Heroes? Dude, not in years. I, I probably, the last time I've seen Hogan's Heroes is about the last time I saw Gunsmoke. Yeah. <laughs> Gunsmoke, like, lived on TV land before 10 a.m. during the week. See, I don't, I've, I've not really, I've never seen all those really old. I think the oldest I've, like, gone back to is, like, Brady Bunch. Really? I was like... That was like TV. That was on Nick at Night yeah. way back in the day. Never watched like Andy was... Griffith or I Love Lucy? Uh, I did watch Andy Griffith and I Love Lucy. I okay. did watch those. Yeah, Happy yeah. Days? So I'm, I watched Happy Days, so I guess I'm wrong. I guess I never watched Gunsmoke or uh, um, Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, no. The, I think those I, I were watched... considered like more, not dramas, but they were hour long, weren't they? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I watched... And I, uh, Monsters, the Monsters yep. was good. Yep, Monsters um, was good. Monsters was solid. I Love Lucy. The ones I watched a lot were All in the Family, Cheers, Ugh. and uh, The Cosby Show. Yeah, big on Cosby, yeah. big Cosby Show guy. Uh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers is still one of my top five. I love Cheers, yeah. Cheers is great. Um, a lot of Cheers, a lot of uh, Brady Bunch. Full House was a pretty big player. Yeah, and that's more... A little later. Our era... Yeah, you know, modern. Yeah. See, I never watched it on TV. Like I watched okay. it on Nick at Night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that live. A lot of those shows <clears throat> that like actually were on during our lives, I didn't even. Our, Fresh Prince of Bel Air is on Nick at Night. Now. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Yeah, and it has been for a while now. But like, yeah. and that was a big player too. I watched that a lot on Nick at Night. That's the first time I ever really watched it was on Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much all those shows I watched, honestly. <clears throat> Jefferson's, uh, <clears throat> Good Times, all of them. For, oh, Sanford and Son, awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know if I watch too much Sanford and Son. I think, uh, and then <clears throat> Frasier. I don't know if that was ever on Nick at Night, but. Austin Guttery has been like <clears throat> binge watching Frasier. I he loves Frasier. love Frasier. I've probably seen Frasier four or five times all the way through. Yeah. Love Frasier. Go hang with Austin then. We would have a good time talking about yeah. a highfalutin show that you wouldn't know anything about. No, don't know anything. You're uncultured. Yeah, about that. I'm very uncultured. Uh, okay, so back to this episode. <laughs> Swerving a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about Richie and Junior and their Coke deal, or do you want to do Melfi? Oh, let's do Richie and Junior. Okay. I do so- like Junior in this episode. He meets a nice lady and... 
they have it's it's sweet elder love <laughs> yeah he's embarrassed because he's on house arrest even though she clearly knows who he is and what he does yeah. what he's done for a living yeah and he 1000 percent lied about her husband he was oh 100 definitely yes. on the take yeah definitely he was on the just take. being very nice you right know? right yeah i i i really liked junior in this episode because he's like he wants to be friends with her but He's in bear. He's a, he's a cute old man. I'm just gonna say he it. He's a cute, a cute old man. Old man. And he uh, gets his hand stuck in the dishwasher. Oh my he's god! Getting, he knows he's getting old, and and he doesn't want to, because, you know, he's the first. I mean, he's doesn't act his age, because he is a he's he tries to be with it mm-hmm. as far as the crime stuff goes. Yeah. And yes, he is a meek old man, but he's not you know your grandpa. Right, uh, I would say, um, he's like yeah, cool it, grandpa, I guess. But uh, cool grandpa who wants to kill grandsons, sometimes. yeah, yeah, occasionally, um, uh, or yeah, nephew, I guess. But yeah, this he's starting to kind of realize he is kind of getting old here, mm-hmm. and you know, you have Richie coming to him and uh pretty much saying we need to get rid of tony kind of mimicking last season a little bit yeah i don't think this this goes that way at all no i think it's trying to kind of maybe uh, it's trying to lead herring yeah leading lead you to think it's gonna go this way but but i i've gotten the feeling from junior pretty much since everything went down at the end of last season that he he couldn't go through with this Right. With this particular thing, no matter what, that like even if he was as angry, like I honestly think that if anybody besides Livia last season had been pushing him to do this, yeah. I don't know that he would have gone as far as he did. Because I no. do believe he loves and respects Tony. He doesn't like agree with all of the things that he does or all the ways he does does things, but I do believe that he loves and respects Tony and wants to see good things for him. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. you know they're 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 trying to sell us that in, you know Richie's already told or hinted at Junior twice now that hey you remember how you tried to kill him last year so like still want to do that um, like they're definitely trying to lead us down that road and it to me it doesn't feel like we're gonna get there especially in this episode when they talk and they're kind of back to their old ways of like at the end of last year. You know how Tony and uh, Junior would have a business discussion, and then they would finish a business discussion and then go back into, you know, uncle nephew roles. In this episode, they sort of did that when they were at the at the doctor. They sort of at the end of their conversation transitioned out of mob talk, business talk, and back into uncle nephew kind of ribbing each other and. In Junior giving him some, like, sage advice. Not a warning, but advice. Although, and this is another time where they are uh, waxing poetic about the good old days. Mm-hmm. And Tony, out of char- character here, like, calls bullshit on it. Normally, he's the one that's waxing poetic about the about the good old days. And this time, he's like, let's, you know, uh, people weren't that loyal back in the day either just ask this poor fucker laying on the ground dead mm-hmm. um so i found that kind of interesting too that he's kind of he's almost contradicting himself at times tony mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. 
Um, I guess with Melfi though, she is spiraling out of control. She's drinking now. She's having a rough she's, time. She is. She can only drink before she, uh, she, she, I guess anytime, I guess she drinks now before, uh, meetings with Tony. Yeah. Cause she just can't handle it. And he notices. Had, yeah. In does. that first he session. Does call her out. Yeah. Are you on drugs or something? Uh, she has a blow up with her son at a restaurant. The that fake lady yeah. with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess when did they outlaw cigarettes totally in restaurants or can you still smoke in restaurants? Um, I mean, it's, I don't think it's like a nationwide ban yeah, because right. Fort Worth just like two or three years ago, you could still smoke in restaurants like Tarrant mm-hmm. County. You could still smoke in restaurants. Yeah. Um, I mean, 10 years ago was when it became like pretty regular to walk into a restaurant and then not have a smoking section. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe a little bit before that, like 15 years ago, sometime after nine 11. Yeah. Nine 11. You can't smoke anymore after nine 11. God damn it. Or Osama bin Laden or whatever. Bin Laden. You, you really butchered your joke there. Yeah, you had something loaded up, but just didn't. Really well, it is to... Obama's fault too. And Bin Laden's, all of their faults. Yeah. And Bush caused 9-11. Just getting those all in there for you. Wu-Tang is for the children also. Yeah, that's another one. Um, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Right, right. She does say something And Taylor Swift shouldn't have won the VMA. Right. She does compare Tony to a shark. You've seen my glasses? They have slits on them. I'm just doing Kanye stuff now. I got Yeezys on. She compares Tony to a shark. Kanye is from Chicago. And says that people this like him Jay-Z suffer show. from <laughs> alexthemia, needing constant motion activity, not only to entertain themselves, but as distractions from thinking about the abhorrent things they do. Yeah, I mean, she basically says that she can't help but want to hear the things he has to talk about. Right. Yes. Like, <clears throat> she's, uh, she wants <clears throat> she wants to stop treating him. He wants her to stop treating him, but she has this compulsion that every single time he's like, I, I don't see the point of me coming here anymore. She wants to say, no, she's obsessed. She wants to yes. him to keep coming. She wants the dirt. She wants the tea. That's what she, she wants. Does. She wants the tea. She wants the tea. Um, do you think that, whoa, I almost just fell. Uh, so like, I, was it in this, I guess it was in last episode when he went and saw her, um, where I feel like her, drinking and stuff started escalating do you think when he told her the story about the lady from spain and how much he like admired her and you know wanted to do sexual things to her you think that freaked her out that it kind of made it too real i mean i think it's a progression but yeah i don't think that was just that one thing yeah it's probably a progression yeah because i mean he he's already you know I guess he's already professed feelings for her, but she also sort of explained that away for him. Yeah. And then now it's a little deeper and like, honestly, she's just, everybody around him is just really not doing great right now. Right. No, not at all. Then he has another panic attack at a function. Right after uh, Richie won't calling Richie. (laughs) Yeah. Richie won't stop dealing drugs. uh, And his, garbage routes yeah and that's gonna fuck their business over 
So Tony has the line of the season right here. Richie start he starts getting into Richie and uh Richie's kind of, you know, he starts stiffening up a little bit and Tony said, "Don't give me your Manson lips." <laughs> I didn't catch that. Oh, so funny. I I yeah. laughed out loud. Don't don't give me your Manson lips. You unpurse those lips and you're going to listen to what I have to say right yeah. now. Yeah. It's so funny. Almost fell out. Yeah, Richie is very intimidating. He's you very. Like he's about to snap. You yes. know, at Any moment. He seems yeah. like uh, like he that person at that age could have like fit into Taxi Driver perfectly. Oh yeah, like yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then he almost has another one when they go see a house with Richie and Janice. Right. That's then they're trying to move there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Which is weird. I don't. I mean, like that's a big house. I don't yeah. know. That. I didn't, I don't he's always complaining about not having enough money to Tony. I don't know. How are you going to come show me this house when it's at well, Justice? Janice might have the money. Maybe. Which, you know. I don't know. The money that's going to Janice after the mom dies. Yeah, I did think that was hilarious in the last episode when Livia came like uh down the stairs yeah, and the her stairs, thing yeah. as, when they were having sex on the couch actually. Uh I thought that was a pretty funny. <laughs> are you smoking marijuana? <laughs> And they were. They were smoking marijuana. That's it's the the second part of that story. End of this episode, pretty much. So Tony goes back to his pals, and he's as calm as he ever is. And oddly, um, you see, he it's the FBI agent dude that's always there comes up, and he's just mm-hmm. hanging out. Right. He's <laughs> like, introducing oh. his new partner. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess they could just they just hang out sometimes. Yeah. Just chill. Just kind of shoots shit. And uh, they have a, apparently a, a, a serial neighborhood speeder. Yeah. Uh, I actually really, really like... This is this is all back to like why Sopranos is so great with their their uh, character development and, and whatnot. Is like their just storyboard development, I guess, really. Is just building the world of like... These mobsters are like... They're almost the police of the neighborhood. You know? Well, that's the whole point of the right. mob. I know it's just it's, it's just interesting. Like, I don't know. I like it. I thought it was yeah. a nice touch because I mean they very easily could have not had that in there, and it just you know I still would have just gone about the show like I was. But instead, they show us a piece of like real, or not real, but just a little a little insight, a little piece of of what it's like, and I just enjoyed that. Yeah. A little taste. Yeah. Uh, so we got two more episodes coming up. Um, I, we've seen them, so I, I can't really say predictions because we know what's going to happen. I don't uh, know exactly what's going to happen. No, I, assume... I know, I know two beats. I know that Janice kills Richie and they kill pussy. That's on the boat. right. Yeah. I knew pussy. I knew pussy gets killed. Yeah. And I, and now that you say that, yes, I do now remember okay. Janice killing Sorry. Richie. No, it's fine. Sorry. I, it's fine. Like now that you say that, like I said, now it makes a lot of sense. I think we have one. So next, I think we have one more season until we get post nine eleven. Yeah, and I, I just there heard was a huge break between the two. Yeah, I just heard Jake talking about that today on Bad Radio about oh, really about like what it was like watching that show around nine eleven. This show mm-hmm. around nine eleven. So I'll be interested to get there. Yeah, I'm interested too to kind of see what the difference those. is. 
Yeah, definitely. How they handle. I mean, I, I did. I didn't cheat, but I did watch like uh, that dream sequence scene. And I, one of the people says, "Oh, it's a whole different world," and I'm sure we'll hear a lot of that. It's yeah, a whole different world and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna get a lot of that now. Different world. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we are. We're yeah. gonna get a lot of. This is gonna it's be that moment. Nine Eleven Part Two. <laughs> bigger, but yeah. Actually, actually, it is bigger now. Yeah, way bigger. Yeah, and we're you know this isn't just not all at once. This isn't deja uh, COVID, but deja COVID. We could be. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we do these bonus episodes a little bit more often because we've got nothing but time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I still have to go to work, but yeah. Yeah, sort of. But I'm home, so yeah, we could do this. It's easier yeah, for me. Do whatever. We'll do. We'll do. Season finale, series finale, or season finale tomorrow. Let's do that. I don't know about tomorrow. We'll get it by Friday, maybe. Saturday. I don't know. Friday or All Saturday. Right. Well, that's Deja Vu. Oh, wait. Trey Mitchell. I'm sorry. I have an announcement. We oh, talked about it last week, but we are going to be doing the Scrubs bonus episode. I'm putting together the list right now. Okay. Um, we're going to do a top five, and then I'll give you two honorable mentions, and I'll okay. uh, I'll put something out. Uh, probably in our next episode about the specific episodes everybody needs to watch. All four of you can get together in a room <laughs> and uh, you can watch these f- seven Scrubs episodes. It'll be a good time. Then we're going to re- totally redo Lost. Yes. We're redo those episodes, remaster them. Yeah. And then we'll get back to Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that. All right. So we'll have that announcement next week. And um, I'm... Trey Mitchell, and that's Travis Mejia, and we'll see you. Bye.